0: Next Generation
1: Podcast. Your hosts are Wazza and Dan.
2: Alright, we're back. It's a grand final, boys. We're here with Dan and Wazza here with Wayne. So, welcome, boys. Go, Dan. Wazza. Yeah, uh, great to be back and
1: what a week to be back, eh? Oh,
2: Great. And I think uh, Dan's little boy being born is a good luck charm.
1: Yeah, uh, four for the ninth. And uh, for the diehard Eagles fans out there that might know, it's Shannon Turn's birthday, so that was a bit of a surprise <laughs> for me. Uh, like.
0: Twins.
2: Yeah. No, that's good. Now, look, we're going to be happy as because we're into another grand final, but we'll get into more of that pretty soon. Um, we're doing this podcast. We're going to try and upload it pretty early because we're on the radio on BCA 88.5 F. F M, jesus christ get it out um that's a local station in Ellenbrook because we're up at dmax studios this week and we'll probably be on there same time next week hopefully um let's get onto the footy um lots of people got grand final tickets uh people trying to get flights uh we promoted eagle air they they sold out so they've got a full plane going over friday any of you guys uh going over
0: no, I'm not. I'm, I'm at home with a couple of Magpie supporters. So.
1: Yeah, to be honest, I didn't even try. Going to the grand final, especially in mm. Eagles one, is just a pipe dream for me. The The cost, I knew the air, the air flights alone cost that much money mm. that I knew, you know, young family, no way I could go.
2: <laughs> I was going, then I wasn't. I was going, then I wasn't. I had flight, didn't. <laughs> then I gave it back because oh, I had a standing room ticket. And then I said, I'll oh, stuff it. I'll save the money. I watched it on TV because when I did a bit of investigations, might not have been as seen much. So I'm happy with it now, but as long as Eagles win, it's going to be good. Let's get on to the Brownlow.
0: Um, everyone happy with Tom Mitchell winning? Oh, he was the best player all year, as far as I'm concerned.
1: Yeah, most definitely. And mm. I'll tell you what, I didn't realise how much I wanted Mitchell to win until he fell behind and sidebottom got in front. And I thought... When you average 36 disposals a year, and that's your game average, yeah. you, you deserve it. it. Um, and the thing is, people say they're useless disposals, but he kicks a lot of goals. He's a goal-kicking mid as well, and he just deserved it so much, and I think people underestimate how good he is. As I said, 36 disposals, you can't downplay that at all.
2: Well, I got laughed at saying Brayshaw would be in the top three at the start of the year. I said, this guy's going to rack him up if he gets games, and he proved me right. He got in the top three. I think he got twenty one, and he didn't
0: even get invited to the brownie. I think if if Carlton improve their game, Patrick Cripps will be a multiple winner of this this award.
2: Yeah, the thing with Patrick Cripps, like you got Tom Mitchell twenty eight, side bottom twenty four, Brazier twenty one, Cripps and Gawn twenty. Cripps was in a game ninety points they lost by, mm. and he got two votes. I think it same was, as Fife, they
1: were in a game they lost by seventy points, and he got three votes. I think it was a, honestly, I've seen so many games uh, that that was almost lopsided and you got that sense of a feeling like that the votes were really askew and you hear that from all supporters and And they're usually right I I remember the first derby but the first derby we spoke about Hearn and Lockie Neal being joint joint winners and the name that popped up was Redden he had more disposal and and impacted the scoreboard Mm. had better disposal efficiency as well so in the key stats that you want in an AFL footballer he was better and yet he didn't poll, and then Lachie Neal in a loss got the three votes well, as well.
0: well. It was Dane Beans in a game. And it, uh, he got 35 possessions. He kicked five, five goals, goals and never got, never got a vote. vote. So That's how exactly work, I mean, there how 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 so that many
1: times yeah. this happened. But yeah. that
0: one you are talking about, the
2: Debbie Hearn got three votes for the Brownlow.
1: No, not that derby. Lockie yeah, Neal did. No, mate. Uh, Lockie Neal Lockheed Neal That's my right. point. I'm like, because right. it was a bit of contention and not just me being a biased right. one eyed Eagles support. It was written up, it was a bit biased, and hmm. they thought they just did that because of the controversy around the medal. Line. Yeah. Well, the Eagles,
2: uh, Andrew Gaff was the top of 16, Elliot 15, Darling 11, Jack Redden 10, and Hearn, McGovern, and Luke Shui all on 6. And we had a total of 81 votes for the year, so we all knew that was going to happen. A Couple of yo and uh, gaffer take votes off each other.
1: Yeah, that's the problem we face. And to be honest, in the big scheme, darling, I think that's what you are. But yeah. even Crips had a best on ground too and got three yeah. votes. You know, yeah. so we don't rely on one player. We don't have this one star like we touched on Crips earlier. You know, from Carlton, like there's no one stealing votes from him. So yeah. even though they didn't win much games and I'll just touch on Crips quickly as well. Like it's one of those things where I feel and exactly what you said, and I agree partly, but then the more I think about it, if Carlton win more games, obviously players around Crips have improved. Yeah. So once that happens, he might get votes so that it's a not. double yeah, it's a double edged sword. Right now he's just a machine and a player oh, we would all love in our own sight but no one's there to still vote from that player
0: yeah. mm. oh, look i hope they don't change the way they do this they're all talking about changes away from the umpires who votes oh. because i think it goes goes to the media the, the same guys, effect. the same guys are going to win it anyway that's how i
1: feel like mm. we've it? had the rightful winners yeah think about last year's yeah it's been a little bit of a blowout which i haven't like this one was a little bit more exciting but mitchell does that this year Dacia deserved it the year before Dangerfield deserved it mm. the year before mm. Fife deserved it the year before that No, and Fife Pridus, never deserved it Pridus, well <laughs> he should have got suspended but on his yep. year and the yeah. games he deserved it in that aspect yeah right uh, we'll just move
2: on um I don't know if you guys have heard what happened with the uh, priority picks, but this is the AFL. They've confirmed the draft assistant packages for Carlton and Gold Coast. Never have been handed priority pick in this uh, draft, but instead they get given access to the best state league players. So the Blues will get uh, able to list two players who have previously been eligible for the draft or previously played at an AFL club, while the Suns will get access to three. Under the plan, Gold Coast will have access to two additional Category A rookies. Both clubs are about to use the assistant packages
0: to use as trades. Coming up. I think we discussed this last week about the mature age player. You know, Tim Kelly's really opened the door on this yeah. and a few other players coming through. So I can see, and listening and listening to a few of the footy shows in the last few days, I can see them picking up these mature age players and actually maybe casting him off in the draft to get a better draft pick. Well, Marlon Pickett would definitely
2: be going to the Suns now. Mm. He might as well pack his bags and go, because they've already said...
1: No, I think it's their state. No, they can pick from anywhere. Are you sure?
2: Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I'm
1: pretty sure it's their state. They're eligible for their state. Players. No, because it, so if they're we're allowed in that to scenario. trade one, they're
2: allowed to trade one of those. Yeah. So what they can do is trade it for a pick, and so well, if they yeah, trade if they get it, the
1: pick, and then yeah, I'm oh, sorry, yeah, yeah, if they right. trade it for the pick. But I believe right. so. For example, and I can't help but feel like this. If we were say, Carlton's where they only got the two. Yeah. I think Ryan went in the draft before, didn't get picked for issues. Kelly obviously did. We could have picked two of those up, yeah. and not cost us a draft pick at all. Yeah. So I think this is the way they got to do it. Let's be honest; I own the priority picks dead. But, but this, yeah, this yeah. is the yeah. end it's, of the program, and it's I think they needed to because I'm 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 one that likes a priority pick. I think. Struggling nah. teams they, nah. Well I think they need it nah. But this is a better format for them Because it's, a it's not working it. it's They like get priority, priority picks And it's not when the players aren't staying there yeah. These young kids are going in a year or two They can't have an immediate impact Because young kids take time to develop So, And it's not And something like you said Young kids
2: develop And number two draft pick Got delisted yesterday Jonathan O'Rourke. We all know the draft, draft pick drafts mm. again. and got delisted. So yeah. it doesn't always happen. Let's get on a little bit closer with the Eagles. Look, um, Parco and Jay, the admins on the Next Generation Group discussion page, they brought up a few different stats. In 94, Eagles win the flag. 12 years later, 2006, we win a flag. <laughs> I love all these and
0: stats.
2: Yeah, they're good. It's exactly <laughs> 12 years now. So obviously we should win a flag. Mm. These little conspiracy theories, they might work. Um... We're the first non-Victorian team to play in a grand final. First non-Victorian to win one. Three flags from six. That'll be four from seven. I've written five years. I don't know why I've jumped ahead there. free oh, like that. Three <laughs> <laughs> um, Brownlow medalists. We'll probably never get another one for a while because we're too even. 22 final series out of 32 years. Have a winning record against 14 of the 18 teams. And we're second for the most flags in the AFL. Tied first for the most flags by an interstate team at the moment. But if we win, we go to the top of the
0: tree. Mm. And also, we're I think we're equal with Geelong in the inception of the AFL. I thought it was just us, just us, but now we're equal with Geelong as of this weekend as being a team in the most AFL grand finals. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I believe too. I don't know how this works, but they worked out statistically, I think finals you win as well. And they had us unbelievably after the Cats' massive dynasty. They had you know mid-2000s, mm. late-2000s. Um, where we were the second-ranked behind Hawthorne, purely on games and final series we've been in. But the funny one I find is it's just ridiculous. Take the last digit from every year we won the final. 92-02, 94-4, 2006-06. Eight. So it just goes up by two it's Two, four, yeah. six, eight like, There's all these little things That it is, it's do It yeah. is, I saw one, kind of on, I, one I
0: saw one on Collingwood The other day So oh. <laughs> There's theories they, they everywhere They've got them on all teams. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I
1: saw one That was so ridiculous uh, Gold sack was picked Four years before this Premiership And these players Picked yes. four years before yeah. that. it's like Well you could do that stat With any player Just pick a different player Like I just it was want to ridiculous Who's doing those stats Have they got a life? Ostradamus
2: like, <laughs> over there You know But we're talking about The Rioli theory now Now Essendon Hawthorne Richmond won premierships within two years of drafting a Rioli now Willie Rioli and West Coast had the chance to join that club so let's go through them. Willie Senior drafted the Hawks 1990 he was a bit different he was a year then they won the flag in 91 Dean Rioli in 98 Essendon won in 2000 Cyril in 2007 they won in 2008 Daniel Rioli 2015 2017 and history's going to say that Willie Rioli 2016 and we win the 2018 Grand Final yeah.
0: I hope all these theories come true. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's how I like It's it interesting, isn't it?
2: <laughs> but how good is our team? We are truly witnessing
1: um, um, something amazing here. I think, mm. I think we underestimate it too. Let's just look since Simpson's been there. We just missed out in his first year. Mm. But four years after that, we've played finals. In those four years, we've had two top, top four finishes, top two finishes, and this will be the second grand final
0: in four years or well, his second that is his second amazing. year we were in the grand final yeah that's it and strength. I
1: remember that year we missed out too we were very lucky City and did the drop every player before the, media, the finals and that's how and we the got knocked had out. his
2: head on a chopping block at the end of last year mm.
0: it's ridiculous I think a lot of our supporters had, had his head on the chopping block too yeah it's because we're
2: due to we love success and that's probably why mm. we're so hard on them well let's get into the game eh? that we just played on the weekend it's the final siren Well, no one would have expected the Eagles to come out like they did and have 10 goals to nothing at half time. They ended up winning 18, 1321 to Melbourne, 7 goals, 1355. Uh, Goal scorers Kennedy 4, Lacrae 3, Darling 3, Cripps 3, Rioli, Venables, Hutchings, Ryan Redden 1, and Melbourne, well, Malcolm had 2, Hannan 2, Wiederman, Smith, Harms, and Oliver 1. Um, where do we start? It was 59,608. That's a record, there was a few empty seats, but there was more empty seats left at halfway through the second quarter because I think about two thousand Melbourne fans just got up and walked out because they're probably wondering why they spent their money and come all the way over for it. Um,
0: I didn't see it coming, did any of Not, not that, not. To, I mean, I tipped. We all tipped us to win, but. I mean, realistically, you look at that score at quarter time, that could have been quite easy, 8-4. We missed a lot yeah. of easy shots. So instead of being 4-8... Yeah,
2: it, it could have been...
0: It would have been... All, I mean, it was all over at quarter time anyway, I thought, but oh, I, I just, it was outstanding. Before yeah. we get into any players, you'll have a look at the contested ball. Now, this is where the Demons
2: have been. They're ranked number one in the comp. And if you look at um, what Gawne said, they were expecting to come out and smash us because we're not that big in the contested ball compared to them. Um, with the tackling and stuff like that. And Eagles were just harder for longer and the pressure caused turnover after turnover. It was amazing. And Eagles had six players with 10-plus con- con- contested possessions to the name. The D's only had four.
1: Well, that's, that's the amazing thing in this game. And we touched on this in an earlier podcast too. And I brought up the thing where... And you've been hard on our lack of tackling. But for me, the best way to judge intent is if you get more of the ball, more possessions, but you're still leading the tackle count... That shows an aggressive intent. And that's exactly what we did. We were well, dominating I, but possessions, but yeah, our tackling was just amazing. And, mm. and as, as you've always it, said that's where our the turnovers tackling, came
2: from. And I sat there on at the game and I was just astounded how we were sick in the tackles. Malma based number one in tackles, they had twelve players who didn't
0: lay one single tackle. Well, Jones, their captain, never had one tackle at all. Yeah, I mean, that's horrid, he had a horrid game he, in general, uh, which I think not like see. He was quickly out. I, mean, I, I, I just think we just out muscled him in that from the word go. I know you got, I know you got some players here, but. They changed their game plan too. They
2: tried to hand through our defence. Mm. They thought, well, if we kick it, McGovern might cut it off, then Barras might cut off. So they tried to handball it, but the problem is their handballs didn't stick. And. We got about four or five... Or no, it was eight goals from hand
1: handball turnovers. Too much pressure. Like yeah, They didn't yeah. have the time to no. think it through. It was quick hands, and that's what... And also, too,
0: when... I think, especially in the saw in that 2nd uh We'll start towards the end of the first quarter and in the second quarter, is that when when Melbourne handball... You could tell their players, are, someone's on me. Yeah. And they yeah. were dropping the ball, and immediately, Eagles, just bang, off they went. Hearn and... That yeah, was good. Yeah, and Coe, yeah. But I know you made some... Names here, and I yeah.
2: Let's go. Let's talk about them. Let's talk about Lysett and Vardy.
0: Yeah, they were. I mean, they were outstanding. That to go from him from the first game, and I and I mentioned to you guys this earlier, but I still think the the first part of the game, the very first bounces when Hutchings went to Viney and just took him out. Yeah. Uh, I think the others just went from there, and it would they just creamed him. And that was a masterstroke
2: coaching... Um, Outstanding. ...by Simo, but I think you must have listened to our podcast because I did say it first.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but let's talk about Lyset and Vardy. Lyset, everyone's been bagging him, but he stood up on the weekend. I don't give a shit oh, what anyone said. He was in the top five on the ground. Um, Vardy was his role play. Didn't have many possessions, but around the ground, he made Max and work for it. And they, they stopped him jumping... At some different angles and stopped him hitting the ball clear. And when you read Max Gorn's uh, little article he did in the Herald Sun, he sits here and describes how they
1: went to work on him and they just beat him hands down. That's something where I put down to coaching because you watch the runner run to him. Vardy would take him forward. Hmm. But then around the ground, Lyset would take him. Now, I saw the runner run up to Lyset a couple of times, and just talk to him, and you see him turn around, and he was only 10 metres away of gone, and then Lyset would go up and bump him and stick right next to him. So that was something, Coach, yeah. that was a plan they had coming yeah. this game, and it worked. It worked. And I,
2: and I think you'll see it work again this week yeah. on Grundy. Yeah. So that's something that I think we've got in our back pocket there that might... Help us win about Collingwood. We'll talk about that later on. And
0: did you, you probably noticed too, when we kicked into our forward line, did you notice know, they re, we really held up our kicks at, outside of the 50 meter arc? Yeah, they would not kick the ball until Gorn was manned up, until Vardy or whoever was yeah, the down there. license. Like that, yeah. They did not kick and that ball. They didn't once.
2: expect us to go sideways as much as we did, no, because they got caught out three or four times. Liam Ryan and really on the other side, mm. they were sitting there and they were like, they had no one within 20 30 meters of them. But
1: that's something should never have happened because we've done that all year. We've played possession kicking footy. Yeah. We'll switch sides. And that's yeah, a, that's why I was never scared of Richmond. We because we a, do that. We switch sides. We'll use the boundaries. We switched
2: it a lot more, but... Yeah. And it was different. And they were just caught on the hop. And they just didn't know what to do. Uh, Shannon Hearn, all year we've been talking about this guy. had 24 touches at 79% efficiency. Took eight marks. And, you know, exiting 50 on seven occasions. He's just... I can't speak highly enough of this guy.
0: Should have been and an All-Australian captain. Yeah,
2: he should have been. Everyone believes that's uh, true. Dave we will talk on it probably a bit later. They'll probably put somebody out there to try and nullify him,
0: I reckon. I, th- I think you're going to find Shannon Hearn this week is going to play a role in Dugowie. I
1: reckon so. I'd, I'd think, love to see I, think,
0: yeah, I think you're going to find that he's going to be the player who's going to take the hit in the back off Dugowie. I think you're going to find... Footing in the hole. Yeah, he's going to have to fill that hole yeah. because, um, you know, it's the same size, yeah, yeah, same run. And if you watch how uh, Collingwood do, they push everyone up the ground and leave go one-on-one down in the square. And then he just pushes up for his leads there and right. it's all open. And I think I, you're going to find well, these going got to a be... a bit
2: more about to go and mm. the Collingwood section when we get up. Liam Ryan's Cripps and Rioli are small forwards. I've left uh, Lecrae on their run sheet, but he's in there as well. Um, what they brought to the game was unbelievable. Mm -hmm. Um, When you see uh, Liam Ryan get the ball, go for a run, and a handball to himself, pick the ball up again, and then keep running. And that was just, I don't know if it's confidence or arrogance. It was brilliant. Especially against
0: two players (laughs) who played over 500 games. It was unbelievable. It was
1: great to see. And I'm glad you mentioned this, and it was a good segue, because we just mentioned how Collingwood, did St. still with Degoli? Yeah. They run up. That's what Rioli and Ryan are good at, and LaCrasse and Grips. They're pushing up the ground out mm. of our forward line, leaving like Darling or Kennedy back, and then they'll run back. They'll run, yeah. I mean, run forward, sorry, and they run with such pace. And that's something where. You get over the top goals and then you get work rate over the top goals. To me, there's something different. It's not Josh Jenkins sitting in the goal square alone mm. and getting an over top goal. You watch Crips; he gets all these because he's just running and Ryan did the same. Didn't get over the top goals, but as we touched on, he's running through the midfield because they're pushing up, opening up our forward line, like we said Collingwood does with mm. DeGoey, and then we just sprint back and yep. they're fast players, and I think that's just a massive strength that the Eagles to have.
2: All right, Jack Redden, past he is, he's. You know, trying to find his place. He's lifted his possessions from 16 per game to 25. Averages more clearances, tackles and marks. Um, He had 31 touches against Melbourne, 84% efficiency, two goal assists, and he got a goal late in the game. And to me, if I had to pick best on ground, he was best on ground.
0: Uh, uh, Parksey, Steve Parker made a great point during the year is that he was recruited to the club to be a... Um, Pritis and a Mitchell. Yep. But unfortunately, when he did come, they were in playing. They were, play. they were playing well, yep. and he he was floating around half forward, half back. Yep. And but now he's playing. This is how this is where he played well in Brisbane, and this is where he's playing well now. And it's good because he's outstanding. And he's tough. He's as tough as they come. He looks doesn't look much, but he, he is damn tough. I, I mean, I had it between him and I don't think I'm going. He's got a
2: real strong upper body.
0: Yeah, I had it between him and Cripps's best part on the ground on the yeah. weekend
2: he took one mark with one hand he was uh, no arguing
1: then he took an arm uh, and I'm like is that Redden oh my god you know Mm -hmm. what I mean and I couldn't agree with what you said anymore I think I've mentioned it too is like we got these midfielders, and we play him out of position, so they don't have the yeah. result. And once he's been thrust in the midfield, we're getting the best of Red. And I mentioned it similar with Sheed, mm. like we'd we'll bring Sheed back in, but we'll try playing forward because he mm. had no room mm. in the midfield for him. And he's not a forward. And once Gaff goes out and he gets that midfield time, mm. he's not as damaging as in now, but he's still younger. So he's oh, yeah. But he has the same result. He had 27 disposals again on the Sheed weekend. She in the
2: last four games has been Brent. Yeah. yeah, because yeah. he's in the yeah, midfield. he's playing in the midfield. Yeah, Simo in the midfield. Exact same yeah. scenario. Simo yeah. was interviewed on a radio station in Victoria today and he brought up the fact they were talking about Sheed and he said last year they had too many midfielders yep. and this is exactly yep. what we're talking about and we're playing in positions that they weren't used to or they were trying to play the midfield role in a different way and the reason why Sheed missed out a few games this year it wasn't because he wasn't good enough, it's just that they had too many of the same player <laughs> playing in the team already and he said, you know, once Gaff went down, uh, went out Sheed's taken his chance and taking it by the neck and is gone with it.
1: Yeah, see the funny thing is, I think he made a statement too, he um, wasn't out of form and he wasn't in the worst plays in the squad at the time it was just purely the fact as you said, there was no room in the midfield for no. Yeah.
2: and they didn't want to go back to last year because they said they had that mistake and they just didn't want to overcomplicate it, they
0: want to simplify it and it's working. And he had some things to work on his game too, Yeah. he wasn't getting inside like he was, and he wasn't tackling Some it. of his
2: kicks yeah. have been
0: yeah. jet like. They have, they and, but some have been crap too. That's one of some my. Some of them been crap too. I've been very. That's one thing I've been very critical of. Is his kicking.
1: Apparently, I I haven't seen it much, but apparently we're recruiting because he's got a massive kick on him too. Mm. So apparently he's got a good fifty meter oh, yes. kick. Most, so okay.
0: most left footers. It'll have.
1: it'll be good like in a couple of years. You know when we mm. see him running through the midfield and doing what we see Yo do yeah. quite frequently and kicking from 50-55 yeah. meters.
2: Well, let's talk about our twin towers, uh, Josh Kennedy and Jack Balin. Um like we said, I think they're 13 and zip playing together this year, or is it 14 and zip? It will be 14 and zip this week. Um, they're going to create a headache for any team when they're playing, and they don't get in the way of each other. No. They um, either one leads or one doesn't, and if that one's going for the mark, that one to f- be at the ground level. And when you watch Josh Kennedy at ground level, you just got to sit there and go, how does that guy do it? Because hmm. he's a he's a man mountain, and he just picks it up like a little rover.
1: I have never, ever in my life of football seen such an opportunist player in my life. This mm-hmm. is a player that can get 10 disposals for a game and kick seven goals. Yeah, that, yeah. That's Josh Kenny, and th- that's a star. He just converts. Mm. Pretty much every second disposal will be almost a goal he, with this player. He's I knew amazing we on, to
2: watch. We were on song when he kicked that first goal. And he just put, you know, yeah. it was an errant handball from uh, Jordan Lewis. Yeah. He pulled it in, and I'm like, gone, oh, how good is that? He's very wasn't is for a big guy's amazing.
0: His, his last quarter in the Collingwood game, he kicked two goals, three, I think, something yeah. like that, yeah. and he really just set the standard and then to help us win that game. And then he just, from this game, from word go, he was there, there was no one in Melbourne. McDonald was lost. Yeah. They even tried his brother to come back and try. Yeah. And play game. He couldn't stop him. Uh, they even tried the young Wiedemann to go back there. He couldn't stop him. Yeah, he was. Just, his first half was probably the best first half of football I've seen for a lot, very long I think time. I
1: Kenny didn't kick a goal after half time. He, no. he didn't, but I think he kicked his first four with five disposals. <laughs> That's what um, I'm but saying. Also, but
0: his contested work in the second yeah. half, he, he, of made breaking, crick, he, he hit the packs. He, and, he had a few and, shots and, and missed. He banged it. He
1: played, uh, it was funny because usually he's more to stay at home on, but I did notice he played up up the ground a bit more he was almost a link player and mm. uh, he laid a couple nice tackles, tackles as well yeah, yeah. Um, caused some turnovers which mm. is funny because he's usually one that stays back and I think then that's when uh, a lot of the other players popped yeah. up with goals you know now before we go on to the game ahead Melbourne we can't go without
2: talking. who was a better player for Melbourne because I couldn't really really pick any I, I've I was struggling to find somebody that actually stood up. Brayshaw, I'd say yeah. that's Brayshaw oh, yeah. did good
1: after but the first dis- quarter. I, di- I haven't checked the disposal efficiency, but no. we've already touched on the turnovers and the pressure and even the perceived pressure mm. you were talking mm-hmm. about no one had a great great game for them I mean Brayshaw got a lot of the ball probably had a best. shocker yeah he did they uh-huh. he,
0: he was I thought the young guy in the middle um, it was Tags everyone I can't remember Harms I thought he was their best player he battled hard he he was the only one who got a bit of clean footy he got moved um, around on a few different yeah. people and um, he probably did get a bit of the ball but he was playing on Shuey and that, who were taking him to the ball as well so what they mucked up once in yeah. 20 possessions he picked up the crumbs on that but I think he was their best player
2: I thought Oliver did alright after half time mm. he, um, he wasn't didn't make he was an sloppy, yeah, mm. but um, he just handballs too much for my liking mm. um, if he's if he changes his game up a bit more and uses he's a, like a, he links a lot mm. if he uses because he's got a bit of pace and he's he sold the candy a few times and got a few kicks if he did more of that I think he'd be a better player but it was good to see Schofield. I don't know if you are at the game, but Schofield was getting into him at every chance yeah. he could. Yeah. It was great. Oz were down there.
1: The ball was down the there. And Schofield was up the there. Getting into him it was great. It was funny as... And I don't know if he's picked this up right. The umpires are mic'd, obviously. And I think it was, was half-time. It could have been quarter-time. And Scully did exactly what he said to him. He did something. And he's complained to the umpire And gone You should give me a free kick And he looked at goes, quarter, we,
0: tom. Shannon quarter time Shannon He goes Shannon, We Shannon, can't Shannon take Hurn free kicks him.
1: After the siren yeah. Where there's a, He's like Oh I should get a free kick he's like We can report people We said we cannot And he said to him about three times uh, Like what a sook He was trying to get yeah. A free kick After the siren if you, like, The siren you, went And Shannon yeah.
0: Just pushed him in the back Yeah and, so no, that was Scofield, it was almost co- no, it was Shannon oh, I Shannon. thought it was Scofield, yeah.
1: but yeah, like it was Scofield more what he was saying. It, it, was, it was almost comical, mm.
2: really well, what, was. What you didn't see on the TV was Scofield giving him lip all that time. He was yeah. about 20 metres away, just giving it to him. While he's talking about he he's going... Blah, blah. And I, was, I was sitting there going, I love it, man. So it was bloody great. All right, let's get on to the main game. Let's get on to the grand final, because that's what we're here, and that's what we want to talk about.
0: It's Bounce Down.
2: All right, this Saturday, 12.20, Eastern standard time. The ball will be bounced and the Eagles hopefully get off to a great start and they smash these friggin' pies, mate.
1: Oh, I, I, I for one, I can't wait. This is unbelievable. Um, what a great time to be I'm an Eagles supporter. And I don't oh, play. I'm not sleeping. I've got a newborn baby. That's probably why. But, <laughs> mate, like, I can't. I just, I go to sleep thinking about it and it's just so, so exciting, like.
2: Yeah, look, it's going to be unbelievable. It's wet weather, they reckon, but it's only four mil of rain. there. they're acting like it's going to be a monsoon over there. Fourteen degrees, seventy percent chance of four mils, so it's not going to rain too much, and it might not even rain during the game. So you yeah, know, that's it. They said on and off showers, so it's yeah, going to be right. it's just going to be a wet, miserable, normal day Melbourne, in day. Melbourne? <laughs> um, but, look, West Coast have played Collingwood twice and we beat beaten them twice. The first time was around 17, 15-12, 102 to Collingwood 9-13, and that's when Nick Nat went down. So they said, we can't win with Nick Nat, we can't win with Gaff, we can't win with Shepard. Shepard went down the second time we played them, and that's when we won, you know, we, we kicked away in the last quarter. It was touch and go, but we got the job done. 12-14, 86 to 10 goals, 10-70. So this game... Is prepared. When it comes down. To, it's going to be a cracker, oh!
0: Right? I think it'll be. I think it's great. going. I think the two best sides have been uh, have been left in. And as Dermot Burton always said, in, uh, and after the ninety-one grand final, it's not the best team during the year that win it. It's the best team in the finals that win it. Yeah. And the two best team in the finals are left, as far as I can say, and they're both very evenly matched.
2: And that's proven over the last four or five years. Um, I think it's come up today, and I listen on a lot of Victorian podcast is how the whole year and the finals except the grand final the home team gets the benefit of the game and here we come to the biggest game of the year and it's clouded because it's corporate and it's all about money and the highest ranked team over the last five years has been an interstate team by the planet MCG and we're going to do that for the next
0: 40 years yep that's never going to change now
1: did anyone see um, Spider Burton's tweet yep I loved it. A picture of Optus uh, Stadium saying, yep. and go, uh, wake up, people. This is where the grand final should be. It's AFL, not VFL now. And I thought that's great to hear from a player that doesn't play for an Eagles or Dockers side. And
2: yeah. there was a politician in Victoria and said, well, if the politicians had enough balls in WA, they would have built a 100,000-seater stadium.
1: But mm. the and fun- that's the
2: arrogance of the bastards. And that's the reason why if you don't go for West Coast and you don't go for Collingwood, get on the West Coast bandwagon because Fuck the Victorians.
1: I find that's an excuse. I find the AFL is so good at making money on different things. Um, I think the NFL format they use is similar to the Olympics where you bid.
0: That's it. You bid for the final. So
1: the money they would lose on seats... They would make from the state government or whatever, whoever owns these stadiums. Take it away from the it.
2: corporates. But, Take it away from the corporates. But
1: the thing that really irks me is, you know it's an excuse. If we had a 110-seat say 120-seat stadium, 1,000-seat stadium, 1, seat stadium yep. do you think they'd play every grand final in no. WA? Course so of course not. It's because they're stuck in the VFL. What that's, they should that's do... That's it. It's not going to change. I'm just saying well, what they what do.
2: Every politician should go. <laughs> I don't know how it's going to happen, but this should be... Upgrade your stadiums to eighty to ninety thousand every state, and push it back.
0: <laughs> mm. well, but the problem it's, is too. It's amazing. The problem is too though they they booked the um, corporate the the corporate things two years out. Yeah, it's so, crap. Um, what, what this year they they've allocated twenty thousand tickets to the Eagles and the doc uh, and the uh, yeah, seven,
2: seventeen thousand to each team. It used mm. to be sixteen thousand. They went up one. Mm. Uh, then you've got a thousand each other team you get a tickets. And then you've got your MCC members. Now, there's still 13,000 tickets walk up for the MCC tickets for the game. Mm. So they might not even get taken up. That, to me, just shows you how hypocritical this deal is, that the MCC are the ones that want to do it. But when you get a game, and they showed it against uh, Collingwood and Richmond,
0: there was a seats. whole block. They had 500 seats available.
2: That, you know, they could have just got people walking mm. into that. And they've got... I don't think it's going to happen because it's a grand final. Because people are walking and they come up, but that's where it's hypocritical. Mm. And and I did say fuck the Victorians, but I meant the politicians and the people who made that deal. If you're a Victorian and you don't go for Collingwood, get on Eagles. All right?
0: It's the only thing I don't <laughs> like about the grand final. We discussed this earlier, and look, I'm not a fan of. I was. I didn't like Demetria, and I don't like McLaughlin. I think they're in there for the corporate money. They get their bonuses when they uh, when they go over a certain figure at the end of the year, and this is what they are. Their biggest win this weekend, if, if there was a draw, then the Eagles have to go back. They get another one because they get to redo it all no, over again. That, that's
1: been scrapped now. That's changed, Yeah, it's um, so. overtime, like the other ones. But that was great for the fans, the Saints and uh, Pires draw, because they allocated seats to the fans because it was a rematch. Um, the fans got to go more. Um, not so much for Saints because they have no fans, <laughs> but the pie supporters loved it because well, you know they have so many pie supporters. Yeah, you know it's
2: me one? up the wall this week more than anything. Alan Richardson still crying like a little bitch, hmm. and you know Alan Richardson, just worry about the Saints, mate, and getting your team over the line instead of what the Eagles are going to do or what they can't do and what is MCG. Get over your one. You're worse than Robert Wars. And Robert
0: Walls, how, how, how gutless are you, he mate? He was terrible the other night.
2: Oh, if they win, I won't come in. Well, you're just a gutless prick. Oh, I'm trying to motivate him. Piss off, mate. I, you're a like, dickhead. You're an
0: idiot. I like, the, uh, I like what the young lady said who was hosting it said, oh, don't worry, Robert, you'll probably get the sack if you win. <laughs> <laughs> Eagles was win as well. Sponsor, that great But yeah. yeah.
1: we got to look at this realistically. The football world knows Robert Walls is a hack. You look at Robert Walls five years ago. Robert Walls now, he was like on the couch. He had such roles in Fox Footy, huge. He had shows. He's now got a two-minute talking segment on AFL Tonight or something like. That. He's they don't give him much time. They don't give him much shows because he's he's a biased hack and he hates the Eagles. Has always hated the Eagles because he's works a biased at the hack. Room. Hmm. Like, oh, but this has been for
0: years. Yeah, it's, it's, like, a, it's he's a ha- cult man. Yeah. But anyway, and he's a dickhead. I mean, you only had to watch, um, I don't know if you opened Mike with Kenny Hunter the other week. You know, he spoke about Robert Wells and he hasn't spoken to him since he left the club. And then Robert Wells treated him like shit because uh, um, he had a mental issue at the end. Uh. And he said, um, and Walls virtually. Kicked him out of the club, you know.
1: Well, like. he's not a well-liked person. No. That that's kind of my point. He's, my, people know what Robert Walls is. My my thing is, you
2: meet, you know, as as fans of the games, you get to meet people, you know, here and there. You get to meet big names and all that, and you go to grand final functions and you and you meet coaches and that. And you know, he's one that I have met, and I found him the most arrogant prick I've ever met. Mm. He just it's just a negative. Overrated flog. I'm sorry, that's my opinion. You've given yours. Your oh, no, opinion. no, no, no! no that, that's not
1: it? opinion. That is fact. fact. <laughs> yeah.
2: And uh, well, let's move on. Let's talk to some matchups in the first game. We had Jeremy Howe versus Darling, Goldsack versus Kennedy, Grundy and Vardy, and then Grundy versus Lyssett. You're probably going to see those matchups again.
0: I think I so. I, I, I think I think Collingwood will make a change. I think they'll be. In, I, th- I am convinced that they will bring Ben Reed in. You reckon? I I, I oh, think that's they'll a be big in, call. I know. I don't know who'll go he out.
2: Six seven weeks. I know,
0: but yeah, Goldsack hadn't played in three months when they bought him in. Yeah, but he at least
2: had a couple of games in the, the VFL. Yeah,
0: I, I, I just got this thing because Reed, he, look, he can play down back. Goldsack got a hiding last. He got a hiding from Kennedy in the last quarter. Last quarter a bit. Don't worry, Kennedy wasn't that bad in that qualifying finals. Ma- they make out.
2: Matthew Lloyd made a uh, point about Goldsack. He got monstered by Rewald. Rewald smashed him.
1: I, and, I and, think he. he um, they spoke a lot about Goldsack and how they played Kennedy, but. Kennedy just come back too And I think that was so overplayed I don't think he did play good Kennedy was so mm. close But not quite there And you Bet- mentioned come Last quarter no, it clicked I Don't know He got his hands to the ball So much times, yeah. so He just built the marks Where he normally take He was a little rusty That wasn't gold Sachs pressure That was JK being rusty Came good in the last Like we touched on But yeah
2: He's um, going to play on McGovern Is it going to be Meyer check Or is it going to be Chris Mayne Are they
0: going to try Chris I think send Chris Mayne but Straight back to him I think
1: think they might go my check again, but then they have that ace in the pack where as soon as it doesn't work, they'll put main on him.
2: Now, side bottom, I've got a few different things here with side bottom. Um, he was, Hutchings wore him in the first game and, you know, killed him. Um, but when he played him in the second game, where is it? Uh, was the second game here? Uh, he had 10 touches in 55 minutes against Hutchings. But then, when Hutchings gave him a wider berth, he got 17 in the next 48 minutes. Mm. So I can see that they're going to have to do something with Sidebottom because he has had a great final series, even though he got pretty much, he wasn't that great against us in the Optus game.
0: I, I think Sidebottom will get tagged from whether it's Hutchie or whether the other one I'm, I'm sort of leaning on, and this is a smoky out of the dark, is Chris Maston. Mainly, Maston hasn't had a good final series. I don't he care didn't him, do much but in the it, Melbourne game
2: either. Aaron. He didn't have many disposals, but, but his
0: his endurance is—he's got the he, aerobic he, capacity. He's the best in the club. Yeah. He could Still be a guy top five in the AFL. Yeah, he could run with. If you watch side bottom, side bottom starts at the back of the square and he runs through. Maston's got the speed. He's got the stamina to run with him all over the ground. And Let's face it, Maston's not killing it. Not doing a lot for us on the wings. But Maston. Can Masson... He can tackle. Can he, he tag? I think he can. Because. But the, look, that's when he only he my sees view. That ball,
2: he, When he sees that ball, he likes going for it. He's a good and, outlet. That's what we've used him for this year, mm. Maston. When you watch the game that Hutchings played on side bottom in round 17, he just sacrificed his whole game. Mm. He just went side bottom. He didn't go the ball, he went side bottom. Now, can Masson do that? I'm well,
1: Not worry about the ball um, I, I think they'll go with Hutchins um, An interesting comment I don't know if I mentioned this I mentioned it off air I can't remember if I mentioned it At the beginning of the podcast But Simpson made the comment Richmond played Collingwood Is nothing like how Eagles Play Collingwood no. So I reckon we will go to the hard take. I reckon Hutchins Will go to side bottom And they'll just take him out of the game I don't think Pendlebury's as damaging As he was in his earlier days um, Still damaging I'm not you know, saying he's not But I think side bottom If you take him out that's, that's a key to winning the game.
2: Collingwood are going to try and make Eagles handball because Eagles love to kick, they love to kick more than handball. So they're going to try and push them into a pressure game to handball instead. So if they handball more, I think Eagles have only won three games if they've handballed more than kick. Um, you can see that's the way. Eagles are going to try and keep the ball off Collingwood so they can't apply the pressure that they did with Richmond. So it's going to be a totally different game. Eagles need to be in front at free quarter time. Without doubt. They need to be in front. Because if they're not, it's going to be hard, I think, personally.
1: It'll be hard, but I think we're a fit aside then, Colin. I know it's well, a big call. We beat them in the last two uh, games we played. And I think last one was 26 points. I can't remember the one before. But we dominated them in the last quarters. the last two games we played. I think I mean, in so. the last
2: quarter, we kicked 18 points to one after the 20-minute mark at Optus. The second most of the season. That's it. Yep. You know, Um so can we replicate that? That's what we're going to have to do if we're behind. Um, I, I saw differences where Trelaw against us in the first game was pretty sore coming back in the last quarter. But against Richmond, he was on fire. Now, is he somebody that we need to put yes. a tag on?
0: Well, not so much a tag. Yeah, He's got to be man. Not a tag, but
2: put more pressure or a run-with player
1: on towards the back end of the game. You do have to go head to head with some players, though. Yep. You can't tag everyone. I, I think still some But then, like, we don't know. It might be a Redden and a Trelaw. It might, who's, let's be honest, we talked about earlier Redden's one of the best so far in the finals. It might be a Yo go head to head with him. So, with some players, you've got to go, right, we're going head to head with you. Who's going to have the better impact, yeah. Trelaw or Yo? Now, Cox
2: is a big. He's the big thing at the moment. Um, He had a great game and, yeah, he was one of the best on ground last week. So it was, uh, what's his name, Crisp? He had 30 possessions and kicked a few goals. I can't, for me, for Collingwood to win, those two guys have to be at the forefront again. And
0: I just can't see it happening. And that's my point about being in Ben Reading. That's why I've got these gut feelings that, can Mason Cox do this two weeks in a row? I don't think he can, because I don't think he's had the pressure but if he does, over the he'll years.
2: He'll probably get the Norm Smith Medal
0: without a doubt. <laughs> but if he doesn't, they need a backup. If Myercheck's not doing well. Uh, and then the other young guy you mentioned there, just go, Ben Reid could come in uh, and, and take the role, and he's a damaging part. I'm just trying to bring up last week's stats for Collingwood because I think the other guy in the middle too, um, Adams, Adams, Taylor Adams, yep. he, is, he, is the, he is as damaging as anybody on that ground.
2: But the most person that's damaging in the middle is from the Eagles. Hmm. And you just got to look at the last game at Optus, and that was the LAEA. 36 disposals, hmm. 664 metres gained, Eighteen ground ball gets the most of
1: any eagle this year, nine tackles, eight interceptions. See, and that's touching on where I said some plays you've there. got to go head to head if you yep. can't tag everyone. Um, you pick a player to take out that's touchings role. Pick one, go head to. I reckon last. Pendlebury is going to go. I don't know. I don't know. Like no, I don't think, he's, I don't got think the speed. he's. Yeah, I don't think he's had that speed, but he might, speed, but he might just
2: be that nuisance. He, he he might not have had to go in the whole game, but they'll. They might, in the back half, they'll have Pendlebury on him and then maybe, say, a tail Adams going for him when he's up front. I don't know. But they are going to be looking. That, if they don't put
1: work into Elliot Yo, it was going to win the season. But the Simple thing, as that. The thing is they always pick Shuey. And, like, whenever, I've noticed whenever, and I think Melbourne almost didn't go to Shuey straight away. Mm. And he had a blinder. He, he opened that game up. He was then they really shut down on Shuey. Um, and that's when Reddit get off the chain, these other ones, because Yo has such a great impact because they realise Shui's so quick in the middle and he's a clearance player. Yo's great meters gained, but Shui's just elite. If you don't sit somewhere on him, he will get that many clearances. Well, he, he
2: proved it on the weekend because yeah. they tried to take Yo and put more pressure on Yo, and Shui just And they tore swapped up. pretty quickly. Mm. And they it. Yeah. So Well, look. We all, we're Eagles fans. We're hoping for a great grand final. We're hoping it's not like a repeat of 2015. If we don't, we've got the Ferals down the road. That'll just keep going on about it, even though they can't get there. Um, winner in the margin, I'm going Eagles
0: by 23 points. I'm Eagles by 17.
1: Eagles by 32. And I'll tell you what, I have never felt so sick with nerves as I have in these finals. Oh, That's how highly I'm rating this squad. I'm right nervous. As... I am so impressed with hmm. this team. I really am. And watching these finals, I'm always nervous, but I'm almost feeling sick. I'm almost enjoying watching the replay of the game more than actually watching the game yeah. live because I'm honestly that invested
0: in it. I feel like it's. I felt like I was playing field. last week. Yeah, it is. To go to the toilet 20 times before the start. Of the that's day. a great example of <laughs> because that's how I feel. And this finals,
1: I'm, I feel a little sick just talking about this grandfather yeah, coming up. And I think they've all been great, but there's something about this one. If we do pull off a miracle and we're there, so it's not so much a miracle now. I think this will go down as one of our greatest ever premierships oh, if we can personally, win. There's something it. there's something about this side, there's something yeah. about this feel with this club right now. And dynasties are over. I don't I think the mm. equalisation AFA has slowly been trying to yeah. bring in. I don't think the dynasties will end. nine early 90s will dominant. Yeah. you know, mid two thousands will dominate. I'll put it down that we've got a oh. new
2: era and you look on things, got new youth in there, new found exuberance, everyone's loving it, and we've got a new eagle and we've got a flag with all the others and we're gonna get a flag with a new one. And it's going to be a ripper. Norm, before we go, Norm Smith. Who's going to win if it's Eagles and Collingwood if they win?
0: For me, Norm Smith, if we win, I'm going to go throw a darky horse in here and I'm going to say Jack Darling. All
1: right. I was going to say Darling, but I'll go Yo now. Well, I'm going to go Redden. Redden, yeah. Because I think he's All going to I tear like it
0: up.
2: That. And and if it's not him, I think he said off there, Bungo Hearn. Yeah. And if it's Collingwood it's got to either it be is. it's going to be one of the runners it's going to be like
0: a side bottom or something a side bottom Adams. or a
2: Tate Adams yeah. mm. or Big Cox if he can do what he did against Richmond against mm. us it might be he might be the difference but I can't see it happening anyway guys thanks for joining us tonight um, next week we'll be back here and hopefully we're going to be talking about the a premiership. brilliant massive groundbreaking Eagles win and if we are we'll, we'll probably sing the song
0: <laughs> good on you <laughs> thanks boys. have a good weekend everybody and guy the Eagles. There we go Eagles. <laughs>